Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Hello, everybody. I have got Laurie Erith with me today, who is an executive manager for Tropic and has her own fitness business. So welcome, Laurie. Hi, I'm really excited. So tell everybody what it is exactly that you do. Okay, so um, I have two sort of main streams of things that I do that do cross over slightly. One of them is that I am an ambassador for Tropic. So Tropic is a vegan, UK-based, cruelty-free skincare company. Um, so I sell products for them. I also have my own fitness business. So I run classes for women that did used to be in the real world, but are currently all virtual. I love that. And how have you found that switch over from like in-person to virtual? Because I'm actually enjoying virtual exercise classes. Yeah, so I did not like it at all at the start. I mean, that is that is really underselling how much I didn't like <laughs> it. Um, I found it incredibly stressful at the start. Being on camera has never been something that I've ever been comfortable with. I will happily stand up on a stage in front of hundreds of people, wouldn't bother me in the slightest, put me on camera in front of two people, and I'm a lot more nervous. So, yeah, it's weird, but I did struggle with it. But I'm so glad that I did it and that I was able to sort of pivot my business like that because the, the women that I teach, it's been huge for them to be able to continue with their classes and continue with that little bit of normality and that little bit of socializing um, so it's been really important for them and for me it, it has now developed into something that I would never have done before if you'd have told me like a year and a half ago that I would have had an online fitness business in fact people had suggested it to me and I'd said absolutely no way I can't imagine anything worse um, and now here I am running an online fitness business so yeah do you think you'll go back to face-to-face? -face? Um, it's not actually me that um, has kind of made that decision. It's the women in my classes have made that decision. When we did have a sort of brief lull where we kind of semi went back to normal in the world, um, I said, right, we can start doing some face-to-face -face classes, obviously with restrictions and stuff. And most people were like, no, I'm good with these. So um, when things are semi back to normal, we just do one face-to-face -face class a week for those people that do want it and everything else is just staying online so I would have gone back to normal classes they made the decision for me and actually I'm now incredibly glad that they made that decision because it is better it cuts out all the travel time doesn't it you don't need to yeah. try so like for me it's amazing because I just switch on my computer do my workout switch it off and 
uh, yeah, it's perfect. It's and cute. from a business standpoint, you know, I don't have any room rate. I yeah. used to pay, you know, to use rooms. I don't have to, obviously I pay for Zoom now, um, which is a lot less than paying a lot of different community centers um, for all the classes. And, you know, it means I do get to put my children to bed every night because um, as soon as my class finishes, I'm just there, I'm available to them again. It's not, you know, packing up all of my equipment and then driving home and stuff. So yeah, it's it definitely is better the world just obviously needed to give me a big shove into doing it <laughs> yes exactly some good things have come of COVID definitely. Um, so let's talk about the other part of your business um the tropic part yeah. um and I I'm gonna tell people exactly sort of how I felt about do we call it network marketing yeah so social selling is what tropic refer to themselves okay. as yes okay so um I think a lot of people listening to this will probably understand how I felt. To be honest, I had never bought anything from a company like this. Um, mm -hmm. and, I, and I think they've had a bad rep. I think they have had a bad rep. And that's partly down to, I think, the way that some of them, old school, were taught to sell. Yeah. Um, but partly towards my in education around what they actually were. Um, so my first experience in this was was when people started joining my group who were you know tropic ambassadors or some of the girls who do fm as well were in my group and i realized that i'd misunderstood the point of the yeah. of the businesses definitely and i did you know, I, I absolutely did as well. Even after having joined Tropic, I still, there was, you know, that kind of air that is around businesses like this. I still felt it myself for the first part of joining. So I've sort of gone on this whole journey where I've like, if someone messaged me, absolutely no way would I buy. And now I am a different end where I buy Tropic skincare. Mm -hmm. In fact, my whole skincare range is now Tropic and yeah. my husband wears FM and all of the things. Mm -hmm. So before I, I get into that, tell people who are listening who might not know about Tropic a little yeah. bit more about it. Okay, so I mean that actually does feed into why we sell Tropic the way that we do sell Tropic. So Tropic was originally started by a lady called Susie Ma, who a lot of people will know because she was on The Apprentice. Mm -hmm. um, I think in season three, I didn't watch it back then, um, but she was on The Apprentice, didn't win it, but after being on The Apprentice, sent some of her products to Alan Sugar for uh, Lady Sugar to try. And Lady Sugar absolutely loved them. Lady and Sugar enjoyed it. <laughs> Lady Sugar loved a bit of Tropic. Um, and so Alan um, Sugar, Lord Sugar, he bought into the business. He bought 50% of the business. So he does own half of it, um, which surprises quite a lot of people. They don't realize. No, I um, yeah, so that's kind of how it began. And the products are freshly made and they are the toxic free. So people say, oh, they're chemical free. They're not chemical free. Everything is a chemical. Everything you breathe is a chemical. It's not chemical free, but it's got no toxic chemicals in. It's got nothing that is going to do you any harm in it. And because of that, it means that it doesn't have all of the things that preserve other types of products so when you go into Tesco's to buy your face cream or boots or wherever 
it could have been sat on that shelf for a long time. It will have been sat in some sort of warehouse for a long time before that. And the reason that they're able to do that is that the chemicals that they put into it preserve them. But these chemicals are not actually things that we would want on our skin and going through our bloodstream. So because of that, Tropic were looking for a way that they could sell their products really fresh. They're freshly made in the UK and it just wouldn't work putting them on shop shelves because they would they would go out of date before people had had a chance to buy them. So they looked briefly at having just like a London shop that so sold these fresh products. But that isn't really what Susie wanted because, she, you know, she was thinking big and she really wants the whole world to be using clean products so um it came to her attention this kind of social selling side of it um so what happens then is that i will take an order from a customer i send that order on to tropic and tropic freshly make the products and ship them out so you don't have any of that sitting on a, on a shelf so that is where the social selling side of tropic came from it came from an actual need to get those products freshly to the customer it's more so, like logistics isn't it like logistics. yeah absolutely it was a logistic thing yeah. uh, more than anything as it sort of developed you know Susie Mark is very passionate about empowering women particularly, but empowering people generally. And this was a way for, for everyday women to be able to earn money, to have a business, to have a community around them, to, to really empower women to, to grow something that was theirs. And, um, you know, I, I would never badmouth other businesses like this. You know, I, I shop with other businesses like this. Um, but I know that Susie really wanted it to be something that women were absolutely going to be successful at and not something that was ever going to harm them in any way. So Tropic don't have any kind of minimum that you have to sell. And I know in some other companies, you have to hit a certain level. And if you have to hit that certain level, you are inclined to spend your own money to get yourself there. And with Tropic, it's actually against the rules to do that. We aren't allowed to buy stock. And partly because they're going to go off ultimately so there's no point so it's it really is about empowering women and giving them something that they can progress with as much or as little as they want to and so tell us the story about how you got into tropic what was the point where you thought it's obviously you had your fitness business and and the point that you thought actually i'm gonna add another stream mm -hmm. of income and 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 tropic is the right one so the way that I even found Tropic, I don't come out of this story that well, to be honest. Um, so <laughs> um, I am notoriously cheap. I don't like to spend money, certainly not on myself. Well, I mean, that I was notoriously cheap. I have got a lot better, which I'm sure we'll get on to. But at the time, I was cheap. I wouldn't have bought expensive skincare. Um, and for the people that are listening to this and not watching this, I did do inverted commas because I wouldn't consider it expensive now. But at the time, I did consider it expensive. Um, and my sister-in-law, she wasn't my sister-in-law then, she was my brother's girlfriend, she started doing Tropic and she was actually a school teacher um, who had joined because, see, as an ambassador, you get a discount and she joined for the discount. Um, and slowly she started to do a little bit more with it. Um, and she was actually having a pamper party at her house and I was due to go. Um, 
and I was ill, genuinely ill. But I'm also massively antisocial and don't like to spend money. So I felt really bad because I thought, oh, she's going to think that I'm just, you know, bailing on her. And I really wasn't. I genuinely was ill. So I went onto her little website and I had a look for something that I could order to sort of prove that I wasn't just skiving. And there was a cleanser and it came with a cloth. And as we've established, I was cheap and a freebie was going to always sell it to me. So I ordered that and um, and obviously the product came and I absolutely loved it. It was like nothing I'd ever used before at all. Um, and I have adult acne. It, I didn't have bad skin when I was younger, but as I got older, I'd got adult acne and I'd been to doctors and they'd said, yes, I could have tablets and things for it, but um, I couldn't have it and breastfeed. And I chose to breastfeed over having clear skin. So I never got the tablets, but starting to use the Tropic, my skin was starting to clear up and it was absolutely amazing. And over, I think I'd used the products for a year and a half to two years. Um, and by that point I was using all the makeup and I was literally using all of the products. Um, and I'd kind of thought about joining, but like you, even though I'd seen my sister-in-law go from being a very stressed out teacher to being a blissfully happy Tropic Ambassador, making more money than she did when she was a teacher, I still had a weird feeling around the whole network marketing side of things. So I just had never done it. And I just thought, well, I buy off her. Like, there's no point in me doing it. I hadn't, hadn't really considered it as a business. Um, and I am quite an impulsive person and I suddenly just thought, I don't know what happened, a light bulb turned on, something happened and I just thought, actually, I can do this, if she can do this, I can do this as well. Um, so I, I made the leap, I joined up um, and it obviously was, it did work quite well because of my, my other business is very women focused, but it did actually take me a little while to sort of intertwine the two because I felt very responsible to the the ladies in my class that I didn't want them to feel like I was selling to them like I feel like there is a level of trust that I'd built with these ladies over the course of the sort of two three years that they had been at my classes um, and so I didn't want to sort of feel like I was taking advantage of that in any way and eventually I realized that actually what I was potentially offering to them was actually something really good and it, it kind of wasn't right to not offer it to them because it had absolutely transformed my skin and obviously the business eventually absolutely transformed my life so to not share that with them was actually sort of doing them a disservice totally and that is that's what I think about anybody who's trying to sell just I'm like Lori tell me what what have you got to offer me I need to up my skincare and um and that is actually going back to it. The very first Tropic product I had, I won from you, and it was the lip fudge. Oh my gosh, that's delicious! It's nice, isn't it? Tingly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and from that point on, I was sold um, some oil and some lip fudge, and then I, I put my order in. And I haven't looked back. And actually, there's like a curly girl range as well. 
Yes. So there you go. Um, so yeah, I've really come full circle with this and I, I help people now create more sales in these businesses and I absolutely love them. And I know I've asked you loads of questions because I, I really <laughs> want to get into it and understand it because I'm, I'm fascinated by it. But actually it's become quite a trendy thing now to add um, multiple streams of income, but particularly yeah. passive income into your streams. And it's something that I've done um, something that lots of people who I've worked with done but it's also something that people ask me all of the time how can I add passive income streams and I was talking to my husband about this actually because there is um, a girl that we know who's at university who started this sort of business alongside her university and she's killing it and I just think now that is clever, isn't it? But there, there's so much opportunity out there to add passive income streams or multiple revenue income streams quite quickly into your business. So That's the key, I think it is that quite quickly because, yeah. you know, yes, absolutely. There are so many ways to add passive income streams into your business, but there's, there's not very few, but there's only a select type like Tropic where, you can literally do it from day one. There's no, you haven't got to do all the prep. Essentially, all the prep has been done for you by Susie, by, you know, all, by Alan Sugar. I mean, Alan Sugar's prepared all of this for you. He's made it as easy as possible for you to make money from day one because he wants to make money. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it, it's handed to you on a plate. And, and I know they say in a lot of like, when you start your own business, which is essentially what you are doing, you know, if you're going to treat it as a business, a lot of businesses don't make any sort of profit for the first couple of years. You would struggle to not make a profit within potentially weeks with a business like this. You know, it's it's so easy to do, particularly, obviously, if you have got the people around you to help you. Um, but I am and, and my sister-in-law, who, you know, is the person who's above me within the business, will tell you I am fiercely independent and she she's quite sort of softly spoken and, and really nice and I'm quite mouthy and abrupt and so she she's always very I know it's shocking who knew um she she's always been very careful to like not sort of push things with me because I am very much a kind of I can just do it as you well know Charlie um, I can just do it on my own I don't need any help to do anything kind of a thing um so so you can do it on your own. Obviously, I have had really good people that I've been able to see what they were doing and kind of mimic it. But, you know, you can have your hand held through it, but then you can also just do it. You know, it's you can do it in so many different ways. You know, some people think, oh, you know, Lurie's, I mean, I know you've said things like this in the past before, and it's so true. You know, Lori's really loud. She's got bright pink hair for those of you who don't know what I look like. You know, I couldn't do what she does. But yeah. other people come into the business and they're so quiet and introverted and, you know, work in an office with no one around them. And yet they come in and they absolutely kill the business. And it's everyone can do it in a totally different way I I'm all about Facebook Facebook groups particularly that's my niche that's where I excel other people come in and they never set up a Facebook group and I'm like that blows my mind like how are you selling anything if you don't have a Facebook group but for them you know they're doing it on Instagram or they're doing it through just word of mouth or they're doing it through pamper parties and there's you know 
it really is kind of a little bit of something for everyone. And I think that is, is really important. And even within the products, I don't sell many of the hair care products because obviously I have hot pink hair. So I, you know, it's not something that I use a lot of. Other people come in and they sell loads of the makeup. You know, if you're a makeup artist and you can sell our makeup range, for me, obviously, with my skincare journey and my acne and my adult, like acne scarring and stuff, it's the skincare for me and I sell loads of it. So it's, it's, it's nice that it can really be so many different people. Yeah, and, and I always say that in sales, you know, you can be introvert or extrovert, confident or underconfident, you can still sell whatever you're passionate about. And, and as long as you let that passion shine through, you will actually make sales. Um, so you've done really well in Tropic, there's no hiding that. So tell, tell my audience the journey that you've been on and, and how well you've done. Yeah, so I mean, I am very goal orientated and I'm also very incentive orientated. I have been since I was a small child. If a teacher says well done to me, that just absolutely fills me with joy. And I will chase after that, you know, to the point that I'm sure I was super annoying in school because I would kind of, I wanted that, you know, I wanted the teachers to say well done to me. And that has not changed now that I am like nearly 40. Um, I still want, all of that um, and so the incentives within Tropic have really driven me to push myself further than I would have done without so I was incredibly lucky that the day after I joined um, another woman who works in the fitness industry who I know very well she decided to join my team like the next day it was kind of a case of you're doing it yeah go on then I'll give that a try as well and she joined me the very next day which was a huge confidence boost for me um, and then slowly over time um, I grew a team so it will be two years um, possibly yesterday or maybe today I'm not sure but it's basically two years to the day that I joined Tropic um, and from that there's now 102 women who are, I know, that's jumped up oh, from the last yeah. one. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 99. Yeah, there's now 102 of them. So yeah, 102 people have joined um, since I, I joined, which is absolutely amazing. I've now got two, I'm going to say two leaders, but I think there's actually three now. I think one of them is due to pop out in the next sort of day or so, which is very exciting. So that means that these people have not only joined the business, but they have grown their business to a point where they have moved up through the ranks um, and have now got their own team. So it's incredibly rewarding to see that. So I've been able to go from being an ambassador to being an executive manager, which is, is quite a big gap between those two and I've managed to do it very quickly in like two years and um, I've also achieved uh, huge things and you know this is one of the things where your network marketing jobs are going to beat your office job any day of the week because I do not know anyone of my friends who works in an office who has worn an all-inclusive trip to Jamaica the absolute like lap of luxury like like nothing I will have ever experienced before and a trip to Ibiza uh, again you know VIP and Pasha sitting on our catamaran having dinner like these aren't things that happen when you work in an office um so I have obviously achieved both of those trips um and my sister-in-law she's also 
achieved, I think, South Africa, uh, Vietnam and Cambodia. So these are big, you know, holidays of an absolute lifetime. And I get to do them every year, you know, as long as I'm prepared to, to work and to, you know, to grow my business. So things like that have, have been absolutely huge. And obviously, I feel incredibly lucky within two years of joining a business to be able to say that I, you know, obviously, I would have been on both of those holidays. <laughs> However, naughty little COVID got in the way. So both of those holidays have been pushed back, but they are coming, but I would have achieved both of them by now. Well, I have achieved them. I haven't been on them. I haven't felt <laughs> making sunshine yet, but it's but, coming. So going back to my whole journey with um, social social selling or network marketing, um, and uh, and I used to receive a lot of voice notes and people reaching out to me who I'd never heard of to sell me their products or whatever it was that they sold. And, and it annoyed me if I was completely honest, yeah. because I'm a, a big believer that you've got to make those connections. You've got to at least do a little bit of research. You know, if you're going to reach out, you've got to know who I am. You've got to know. Yeah. Um, and the reason that I think you have done so well is because you are the opposite of that. Yeah. I have never seen you sell, but you're always selling. And I, for one, am just intrigued by it all. You know, you've drawn me in, you've changed my mind about network marketing. And obviously you've, you've taken all these people under your wing to have over a hundred people now on your team, which is just absolutely phenomenal. And I'm, thinking that there might be some people listening to this who are in network marketing what are your tips for them why do you think you have been so successful with this yeah and I think one of the things is about personal branding and you know I love traffic I do not hide away from what I sell because I know that is actually like a technique that some other companies particularly do but just some salespeople do in general where you're kind of really cloak and dagger about what you sell to lure people in for me that just annoys me I, as a customer like I that's not that doesn't appeal to me at all. I want to know exactly what, what you're offering me. It's not something I try and hide. So although I am very open about the fact that I sell traffic, I also, I am also very much me and I'm also essentially selling me. And what draws people in, sounds very egotistical, what draws people in is me. It isn't so much the products, it's, it is me that is the sort of the pull. And that has been the case even with the business. Some people have joined the business because they just want to be in the gang kind of thing. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I can actually make money now. I'm in the gang. That's really cool. But, um, yeah, it's about being true to yourself, I think, and and really giving value to people. And when you said, obviously, I don't sell, and that's completely true. And I had a lot of customers that I sort of, I had a real influx of customers. It was actually not long after I met you and I did one of your challenges and that sort of pushed me to do a challenge of my own. And so many people, I did like a three day challenge and I barely mentioned Tropic because that wasn't what I was trying to do. I wasn't trying to sell to people. I was trying to teach them and to give them some value. Um, and so I talked about all kinds of different stuff to do with skincare. Um, and at the end of it, I have got some, not just lifelong customers, but really hardcore customers who like really shout about me. And had I gone into it, the three day challenge thinking, how much money can I make from these people in the next three days? 
I wouldn't have those. I would have made none, exactly. But because that genuinely wasn't what I was going into it for, I was there to, to teach people about things that they can do in their everyday life to improve their skin that has got nothing to do with the products that I'm selling. Um, that really built trust with people. And from that, they sort of went, okay, well, she's, she's given me all of this stuff. So I'm going to now find out a little bit more about the products. And, and that's kind of how, how it grew. So I definitely think just being your true self and not hiding behind the products is, is definitely one of the the main ways to go and I've had some really good people around me from within Tropic but also from outside of Tropic other kinds of mentors who have really encouraged me to do the whole personal branding side of things and to um and to sort of let let people see you and let people trust you um because that is why people buy you know you could go to Tesco's and you could you could buy a face cream. So what I have to do is got to be completely the opposite of going to Tesco's and buying a face cream, you know. And if I just advertise products, I'm not actually that different. No. And so when it comes to your team, obviously you are fantastic at doing that. And it's exactly what I tell people to do. Sometimes I feel like people are trying to be someone that they're not because they feel like they're not good enough or they're not confident enough. And actually, whatever you are is good enough and especially for right where you are on your journey. But how do you get the best out of the people who, what would you say, work under you? Yeah, yes, yeah, so the people on my team. So I am, I am an open book. I, you know, probably too much sometimes, but I am an open book, and I share everything that I do with the girls on my team. They, you know, I, I share exactly what's worked for me, and I try stuff out, and if it doesn't work for me, I tell them that as well. But I also spend a lot of time, particularly when people join, trying to get to the bottom of what it is about the business that appeals to them. Because it's something that I've talked to with my girls quite a lot. Now, for me, I didn't come into the business because of the sort of green ethical credentials of it. That is amazing. And I love that about Tropic. But that isn't what drew me in at all. Whereas other girls on my team have joined because there's no parabens in there and they like that blows their mind and they love that. Or other people have joined because we work with United World Schools and for every 50 pounds worth of Tropic, a child in an underprivileged country gets a school day, like everything included in their school day. So that has been a real draw for people. Again, it's lovely, but that isn't what pulled me in. It was the products essentially what they did for my skin and it was the business and because of that obviously a lot of the people that joined me have been quite business focused they've been people who were looking who are already entrepreneurs looking for um like multiple streams of income or they've been people who are like skincare junkies and absolutely love skincare and have tried traffic and so actually you know what this is the best skincare why am I not going to sell this but other people who have come into it for different reasons, I really try and get to the bottom of that and then get them to tailor their content around that. Because if you're really passionate about the green side of Tropic, but you're doing all of my kind of business mama posts, it isn't going to ring true and there's going to be a disconnect. And it, same as I do tell people about the green side of the products, but I don't actually harp on about it in my group because it wouldn't ring as true 
for me because that isn't what lights my fire like it does for some other people. So I think that is one thing that I've really taught my girls to to feel what it is for them and why they're doing it and what it was that attracted them to it and share that because if you're sharing what you genuinely love about the products, you will absolutely make sales and you will absolutely grow a team because other people, you you know, what is it? Your um, vibe attracts your tribe. And, and that's so true within something like this. If you want to talk about the fact that there's no parabens in there and you're shouting that from the rooftop the people who care about parabens will hear that from you and they will come to you and they will buy your products so so that's what I do it's not that I get people to carbon copy me because that's never going to work I get them to find out what their version of Lowry is and I get them to shout that totally yeah you're making it all sound very easy and <laughs> uh, which is great and obviously you're so positive which is is really lovely but is there any times when it's been really difficult um and how you've sort of overcome that yeah absolutely I mean in any business you are going to have like ups and downs and I'm very I'm more than happy to talk about my own personal ups and downs because it's something that I have spoken about publicly before, but I suffer really badly with depression and I get very high highs and I get very low lows. And so when the lows are low, it wouldn't matter what business I'm doing, it's still going to be hard and it's still going to be a slog. But I think the nature of this business is that it is very positive and it does pick you up quite quickly. And um, I'm obviously all about the women. That's always been my thing. I teach women. The people on my team are women. I'd love a man at some point, but I haven't got, I mean, I've got a man, but I mean, on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love a man on the team at some point, but it's very women focused. And like what I like about your group is that it is real women supporting women. And it means that, you know, when you've got a hundred women, we are all going to have ups and downs at different times, but the people on the ups are going to help scoop up the people on the downs. And it, it's a really sort of nice atmosphere. But on a business side as well, obviously COVID did send us all into a little bit of a panic. Probably me is slightly less than other people because my business, I've always run it very much through social media. Other people who had run their businesses more through face-to-face -face and pamper parties and one-to-ones, that was gone in an instant. Obviously, we can do virtual Zooms, and a lot of the ladies have been really successful with that. Um, but COVID obviously was a big change for the business, and we didn't know, you know, if people were going to even want to spend money on skincare. You know, we didn't know how hard it was going to hit the country. Um, and so things like that, you know, it it is always a risk when you start any business. Um, but thankfully, you know, COVID has seen Tropic absolutely explode. I think because people have really um, embraced self-care in a way that I don't think many of us have done before. Um, so so that side of things has, has been fantastic. With running a business like mine, you are going to have ups and downs. There are months when all of my girls are like selling like crazy and it's really exciting. And then we'll have months and like people are quiet and you've got to kind of G them up and keep them going. So, you know, that that's part and parcel of running a business. Um, I'm just very lucky that I think it's overall 
incredibly positive and has had an incredibly positive effect on me. And I know that a lot of ladies in similar businesses to me do do so much work on mindset. And, and for me, that has been a real journey because I was, I mean, people will now say that I'm very woo-woo. I was very un-woo-woo um, before I came into Tropic. I didn't I didn't understand any of that stuff. And now I'm like all in because why not, you know? Why, you know, yeah. why not go all in with mindset? Why not make yourself feel better? Why not put out good vibes in the hope that you do get all of that good come back to you? Seems silly not to. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, I'm happier for it as well. I'm exactly the same as you, Larry. I always say I'm not woo, but there's some people who are introducing me to a woo way of life and I like I'm it. The woo side, Charlie. <laughs> I love it. What would you say to anybody who's thinking about um, creating multiple streams of revenue? Because for me, this past year has taught me that they're key. You know, there's no possibility of me dropping those out. Um, what would you say? Yeah, definitely. I think more and more it is the way to go. When you look at big business people like Richard Branson, he doesn't have one one business that he's focused everything onto. He's diversified. And that is something that is really, really important, particularly in times like this, where, you know, people's businesses can just be wiped out in a day. You know, and, and that's happened to so many people. And I feel incredibly lucky that that didn't happen to me. Um, some of my businesses were wiped out in a day because there were other businesses where I physically worked in a gym and, you know, I went into a gym or into a leisure centre and taught classes. That was gone completely in a day. Um, but thankfully, I did have other streams of income that were able to carry me through and had my fitness not been able to pivot and not been able to move online. Because for all I knew, the women would have gone, now this isn't for us. We don't want to do this. Um, I had Tropic there to fall back on. And, I, you know, I have other like lesser streams of income as well. But I think really, if you want to ensure that you have an income coming in every single month, and if you want to grow a big income, that you really do need to be looking at multiple streams of income as the way to do it, because things do change. And if you've got your fingers in lots of pies, then you just your options are so much bigger um, and I do think that you can, your businesses can interlink and cross over and it works really nicely. And there's a lady um, who, you know, who's joined the business recently and she has um, an, another business, a business that deals with babies and mums and things like that. And it's just worked so nicely together. And, you know, I would never encourage anyone to like sell something they didn't believe in because I just don't think you can do it. You could maybe do it for a short time, but long term, you're not going to be able to. But if you have a business and another business is going to fit in nicely to that, and those people are then going to be interlinked into even more because my fitness ladies, they also buy traffic off me. And it's like somehow that makes them even more passionate about both of my businesses because yeah. they're not going to leave my classes because they still want their Tropic and they're not going to stop buying Tropic because they still come to my classes and it somehow really pulls everyone together um so you know if you can find a multiple income stream or multiple income streams you know as as many as you can that fit into your life and don't mean that you're dropping the ball in other places but some of these businesses really can 
can be completely passive you know or as passive as possible you know it's unlikely you're going to find something that is completely passive because you're always going to have to do some level of work with it but for me because a lot of mine are social media based I would be scrolling through social media anyway if I wasn't you know working my business so I may as well be working my business you had an audience there so it made sense to have another offering and there's so many people out there that I think that is true for and and so many people um you know in the same way that I have in the last year um just introduce a, a passive income or a, a multiple stream of a diff a different stream of income to an already existing audience you can start making money straight away Definitely. And it it doesn't take much at all. You know, you just if you have a business where people are already invested in you in some way, then for you to say, oh, and also I use this, you are naturally going to have people that go, oh, do you? You know, I I am invested in you and I trust you with this. So I am also going to probably trust you with this. And without almost no effort at all you are going to add something in and it is going to not only create money but it is also going to increase the bonds that you have with your audience and just strengthen that and that can only be a good thing totally I love it I'm so intrigued and I'm so glad that I have met you actually because you've changed my view on this completely and I, I feel like I was quite ignorant not only have I got an amazing skincare range now but I have a new mindset and and I think it's amazing I think you've done and I just hope that the girls in my team are able to kind of filter that down because the more people that do businesses like mine well and aren't spamming people in their inbox because I'd be horrified if any of my girls were doing that and they wouldn't mm-hmm. because they that hasn't trickled down to them and the more people that do the business properly and ethically and you know with their own personality in the better for the business as a whole because people are going to be able to say actually you know what I know Lori and she does that business and she doesn't do stuff like that and I think that is overall just going to be better and better for the business. So there are three questions that I ask at the end of every podcast so I'm going to ask you Lori you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) So the first one is a book that you've read that has made you think or changed your thoughts on something or really had an impact. Okay, so definitely the book for me um, was, well, it's semi two books. So it's Denise Duffield Thomas's um, first two books, uh, Lucky Bitch and Get Rich Lucky Bitch, particularly actually the Get Rich Lucky Bitch, because that was somewhere that I definitely had big blocks, the the whole money mindset sort of thing. I didn't want, I mean, I didn't never wanted to be an entrepreneur because I didn't want the responsibility of me being the person that had to make the money. Like I never wanted to be a personal trainer when I was a fitness instructor because it just, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not a business person. I can't do business. That's no good for me. Um, so I never, never wanted to do stuff like that. I was an absolute, hid my head when it came to anything to do with bills or anything like that I had a genuine fear of envelopes and it sounds ridiculous but actually when I said this the other week in um, something that I was talking about I actually got so many messages from people afterwards that were like oh my god I'm so glad I'm not the only person so you're looking at me like I've lost my mind now Charlie so <laughs> I'm going to explain that one a little bit further um 
when I was uh, living on my own, this is before I met my husband, um, I was burying my head in the sand about financial things. I never looked at my bank account because that filled me with absolute fear. I was really genuinely scared about the whole money thing. Um, and so when bills and things would come in and envelopes that looked a bit scary, and I actually had some trouble with HMRC, which wasn't my fault, but it kind of escalated and every year they would send me uh, like self-employed forms I'd be like no I'm not like I work like I don't need this and it kind of escalated and I was just hiding these envelopes I literally was just stashing them away and not opening them at all and bless him when I met my then boyfriend now husband he was one day in my flat and was like what's this big blue suitcase and he opened it up and it was a suitcase that you would take you know if you were emigrating to a different country it was like a big suitcase and it was full of just unopened posts and my husband was like what what's this and obviously it all came tumbling out and he bless him this is probably why I married him sat there and opened every single piece of post in there and put them into piles of you know different things and you know and and I have got much, much better at it now. And most days I will still open the post. There will be some days when I'm just not feeling like mentally able to do it. And so I'll just put them on the table for my husband to do when he gets in. But weirdly, when I did speak about this, so many women got in touch with me and was like, oh my God, I am exactly the same with the post. It fills me with fear, particularly if it's like a brown envelope. They're the worst. <laughs> if it's a brown envelope, don't even bother. And even now, I will kind of open it up. I mean, I'm not in that debt with anyone at this point. I'm absolutely fine. There's no reason why I couldn't open an envelope. But I will like open it and like peek in and I'll be like, oh no, that looks okay. I can, <laughs> I can do this one. I can do this one. It's fine. But it is something that I think women do often hide that hide the head in the sand about money and it reading Denise's books did take me on an absolute journey where I am now really comfortable with money um, and not just with um, not having it I've also become comfortable with having it as well which is a whole journey on its own that I think people don't realize and I think if you're not comfortable with having money you aren't going to get any money so you know if anyone feel has any kind of money issues like they don't want to have it or they want to not have it or, or anything those would be the books that I would absolutely recommend I love Denise Duffield Thomas love yeah. her books I'm with you definitely recommend them um number two who inspires you so I mean there's so many answers to this question obviously I've been surrounded by women all my life that have inspired me. I'm surrounded by them now, you know, because I'm very much women supporting women and I love that. There's like about a hundred women in your group that I could name that inspire me every single day by what they're doing. But I, I've been thinking about this question and there is someone that has kind of, and it's gonna, it's gonna be like a niche reference for some people and some people are gonna be like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Bethany Frankel. Okay, so Bethany Frankel, for anyone who doesn't know, she is the skinny girl. She does the skinny girl cocktails, the skinny girl clothes, skinny girl spanks, skinny girl, everything like that. And she was actually a real housewife of New York City. So I used to watch those programs a long time ago and I loved her. I just loved her. This was long before I'd even considered being an entrepreneur of any kind. But I just, something about her energy really spoke to me. And and the more I've developed 
my businesses and the more I've looked at kind of diversifying and and you know the whole multiple streams of income she nails it she absolutely nails it she has so many different types of businesses she's had different types of tv programs she's got like a clothing range she's she's got properties she's done so much stuff and she does it all whilst just being like a really cool badass woman and something about that and just her general energy and the fact that she was able to be really like didn't care what people thought but at the same time was really emotional which I think is something that I feel in me in that I am a real go-getter and I will chase things down but at the same time I am really emotional and to see those two things coming together and working really well for a woman in business I think I just found that really inspiring and it, it's something about her energy and I think when you do connect with someone's energy like I connected with yours straight away and you know thought yep this is the person I want to you know I want to throw myself behind her challenges I want to jump in I want to you know sign up to her masterminds I want to be one-to-one by her it's an energy an energy thing isn't it and I think for me I really found that about her and then when um, you'd actually recommended a book I think it was you that recommended it about the um alter egos Oh yeah. So Bethany Frankel comes into my alter ego. So, and there's like a little um, movement that I actually spoke about in one of your groups. There's a little movement that I do when I need to snap myself out of it. And that's all interlinked with Bethany Frankel as well. So there you I go. Love it. I don't know who Bethany Frankel is. So I'm going to go away from this. You have to go um, and Google her. <laughs> I'm the same. Energy is everything. Yes, everything. definitely. I'm not saying like whatever your energy is, some people will... Well, yeah, like, I'll go on to people who have got like a completely different energy to me. You know, obviously I couldn't have everyone be like me. That would be incredibly annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think if you connect with someone's energy, it's a really powerful thing. Huge. And finally, what would be your one piece of advice for a fellow entrepreneur? I mean, I think I've probably touched on it already, but it really is whatever it is that you are selling you are the brand ultimately you you are the person that people are going to buy from you know there's so many people in whatever industry you're in that are selling similar things to you or the same thing as you obviously with me it's literally the same thing there is a woman down the road selling the exact same product as me for other people's businesses you might have a slight twist on it but ultimately if it's a mum and baby class there's other mum and baby classes that people can go to but the difference is always going to be you so it's all about getting that across to your customers and helping them to fall in love with you in whatever way that makes sense for them and for you and it doesn't necessarily mean you've got to be on camera all the time because I know I was never comfortable with that. I'm much more comfortable now, but it's not necessarily about people seeing your face, although that does help, but it, it is still about having a connection with your customers that is authentically from you and not necessarily from your product. Totally. I love that. Um, and I totally agree. Totally. Um, how many times can I say totally? But yeah, <laughs> what she said. Um I'm so excited to watch your journey and see where you go from here. But tell everybody who is listening, where can they find you? Where can they follow your journey? 
Okay, so obviously my name is Lori Tegan Erith, which is very easy to find on Facebook because there's no one else called it. So that definitely helps. So people can always just find my personal profile. I am more than happy to make connections through that. Uh, Business-wise, um, my personal group is called Skincare to Success. Um, so people can find me there. Um, on Instagram, I'm also Skincare to Success. So those are probably the best ways to find me. Uh, my fitness business is called LTE Fitness. Um, but yeah, there's so many ways to find me online. I really don't hide. And I've got pink hair, so you can't miss me. Just Google oh. the pink haired lady and you'll find me. I'm going to put all of those links in the notes um, so you can go and connect with Lori. Thank you so much. It's been brilliant. Thank you for asking me. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thanks, bye. If you enjoyed this episode, then please come and join us at the Entrepreneurs Growth Club over on Facebook. I'm always sharing hints and tips on how to create more sales in your business. I would love to see you there. And please don't forget to like and subscribe and leave me a review if you enjoyed this episode.